Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hello, hi. Here's what I wanted to talk about today. It's taxes. And I just, I've done a couple episodes about taxes, but I just did one in November, I think, about tax refunds. And I was like, is it too soon? But it's been four months, so I think I'm going to talk about tax refunds again. And what I have for you are two reasons that you should want to get a small tax refund that are not the same argument you've heard 10 million times, which is probably like, well, if you're getting a tax refund, you know, you gave a free loan to the government, which is true. Just to make sure we're all on the same page, the way your tax return works is you file your tax return and then the government says, hey, here's the total that you had withheld from your paychecks and then here's what you actually owed and then we will refund you the difference if you overpaid. So you can adjust your tax withholding so on your paycheck so that they're higher or lower and in that way you can control whether you get a big or a small refund or you try to aim for zero. A lot of people say aim for zero. They don't want to give a free loan to the government. And then a lot of people also say, you know what? I really like getting a big refund. When I get that big lump sum, I use it in a really smart way, like um, to pay for a vacation or I use it to pay off debt or I use it to fund my IRA or, you know, I we, we're humans, right? We all treat money differently when it comes in a lump sum versus when it comes every paycheck. Like if you could have every, excuse me, if you could have an extra $50 in every paycheck or you could just get $600 in one lump sum, in February each year, you're probably going to treat that money differently. I would. I don't mind telling you that. (laughs) So like I've heard that argument a million times. I've seen it a million times online. To be fair, I'm like a fairly online person and I spend a lot of time reading personal finance content on the internet. But I've heard that a million times. If that's new for you, fantastic. I remember the first time. I literally remember the first time someone told me that. I remember who it was and where I was. I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Thank you for telling me that. So now I can consider it. But I think there's two other reasons to try to get a small refund that aren't the free loan to the government thing. And I'll tell you what they are. Number one is sometimes the IRS is really slow. So I've talked about this before, but last year I filed, it was like end of March, beginning of April. I was kind of late for for me. And I did not get my refund. I think it was like August or September. And usually it takes a couple weeks and usually it's pretty it's pretty darn quick. But the IRS is overwhelmed. They're understaffed. And it took me months to get the money back. And I was kind of happy that it wasn't like a huge amount of money. It was an amount of money that I could live without. And if I was expecting a really big tax refund and that amount of money was tied up in red tape with the IRS for that long, I would be, I would have been more upset about that. I kind of forgot about it. And then it just showed up one day and I was really excited because they have this thing where you can check online. It's called where's my refund appropriately. (laughs) And the first couple weeks after I file, I'm always checking that thing every day. I'm like, yeah, where's my refund? All right. Kind of put in my information. And then the first couple weeks it was like, okay, we're working on it. Like you're on track. And then one day it changed (laughs) to like, we don't really know. We'll, we'll let you know. And then I I kept checking it. And then after a few months, I just kind of gave up. And then one day I saw a mystery deposit into my bank account and I was super pumped. And and also, I mean, the nice thing is if your refund is delayed, the, the IRS pays you a small amount of interest, but it's not worth it. It's not. <laughs> your money's definitely better invested or sitting in your own high yield savings account. But, you know, I that was a learning experience for me. I didn't expect it to be that long. I knew they were good for it, but again, I was 
I was not pumped to have that held up for so long. So that's reason number one. I think it's better to get a smaller tax refund is because in case your refund gets super delayed, if you get tied up in IRS red tape, if you get tied up in the IRS doesn't have enough people and they are just working, you know, only as quickly as they can, it's not as much money that you have tied up. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, this never even occurred to me, but it did just recently. There's been such a spike of fraudulent tax returns. And so people file your return um, like with your social security number and your name and your information, but fraudulently so that your refund goes into their bank account. Um, that's I mean, So this is a bummer if it happens to you no matter what. <laughs> And it happens, I mean, tens of thousands of times per year, identity theft related to tax fraud, and it's only increasing. So someone else files for you, they get their, excuse me, they get your tax refund deposited into their bank account. So your tax refund has been hijacked and it's probably going to be fine in the long run, but it it means again that your refund is going to be very delayed. So you like have to file a police report, you have to file a form with the IRS, you have to report it to like the federal government. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that and it can take up to six months or longer. I'm, I'm sure in some cases it might take longer, but I, I read an article that said an average of six months for the IRS to investigate and to release that money to you. And so again, when I think strategically about my own cash and my own financial situation, I would be okay with my tax refund getting tied up in some kind of fraudulent situation, meaning I would be okay. I can pay my rent. I can pay my bills. I can put food on the table. I can live my life in a comfortable way. But the bigger your refund is, the more money that you have tied up in that kind of situation, the more money that you have tied up for months and months and months, the more money that you have tied up that you don't get back until you filed that police report, you know, reported that to the Federal Trade Commission, um, gotten your copy of the fraudulent return, then someone has your social security number, you're checking your credit reports and account statements. All of that's going to happen regardless of how large your refund is. But if you have this really big refund, it's just way more annoying that you have this money tied up. I mean, People say that they don't want to give a free loan to the IRS. Like, I definitely do not want to give a free loan to the fraudsters out there filing fraudulent tax returns. So that – those are my two things. Those are my two reasons why I think that you should try to aim to have a smaller refund. Again, I'm not trying to tell you what you do. If you love having a huge refund, then you do you and enjoy it and go use it in a way that makes you really happy, whether that's making a big purchase or paying off a big chunk of debt or making a big investment or whatever it is that makes you happy. I will remind you, I have a pretty firm stance on whether your refund should be a surprise or not. I mean, if you really want your tax refund to be a surprise, that is completely up to you. But I think when a lot of people go to file their taxes, it's like pulling the lever, the lever, the lever on a slot machine. Like you don't know. You're like, I don't know. I may get a big refund. It might be small. I'm not really sure. And there are ways to predict your tax refund before you get it. So throughout the year, I like to use either the calculator on irs.gov or the smart asset tax refund calculator. These are both Googleable, but I will try really hard to remember to link them in the show notes. And you can put in all your information. You can like pull out your last paycheck um, on the IRS one. Take a look. Like how many pay periods have there been this year? When was your last check? How much federal income tax have you had withhold withheld so far? How much income have you earned so far? How much income do you expect to earn for the year? Do you have dependents, et cetera, et cetera? So you answer all these questions, and then at the end, it's going to tell you like, hey, we think you're on track to get a refund, or we think you're on track to 
H2O. And if you do it throughout the year, then you have a chance to make changes. So if you want to adjust your paycheck, if you want to like talk to your payroll folks at work or make the adjustments, you can do that. The smart asset one, I like to use two. I like the smart asset one a little bit better than the IRS calculator because the smart asset one will also estimate your state and local taxes. It just gives you an annual total. So you kind of have to do a little bit of the math yourself. Like if it's halfway through the year and it tells you, you know, it thinks that you're going to have to pay a total of $5,000 or $10,000 in federal income tax for the year and you've only paid half that much, you're going to need to do the math. Like, okay, I need to adjust it. Um, to get that right. But in either case, I really love both. I'm a huge advocate for just understanding your tax dollars. It's a lot of money and it's a big piece of our personal finance puzzle. So, and then, (laughs) you know, if you like pulling the lever on that slot machine and just not knowing what's going to come your way and letting that be a surprise, then that is absolutely fine too. You do you. Personal finance is personal. We all have our things like that that we like to do, but that's how I feel about it. I'm team small refund, both because I don't like giving the government a free loan, but also because I don't want some fraudster to steal my big fat tax refund. And I also don't want the IRS holding onto it for months and months while they try to catch up with their work. But I control that by knowing what it's going to be. So I use that IRS.gov calculator and the smart asset calculator several times throughout the year. Just punch in all my numbers, understand how it's looking. And I don't get it exactly right because there's nuance and I'm always estimating, but I like to know what I, I like to generally know what's ahead. I had a friend who was an accountant who was like, oh yeah, I always know within a couple dollars. <laughs> that is impressive. That is a level beyond my own personal skill set. But if that is you, kudos to you. I will take any tips, send them my way. I'll, I'll, I'll share them out. But I don't know. Like I said, to each your own. If you love your big tax refund, let me know. If you love your small tax refund, let me know. Either way, I'm always happy to hear from you. And I am posting this on a Tuesday. I will be back in your feed on a Thursday with my new style of episode that for now I'm calling Mixed Drinks until I come up with a more clever name that is rather than, you know, 10 or 12 minutes devoted to a single topic, um, jump around to a few topics. I'm thinking of it as like, it's like the Instagram stories version of a podcast episode. So rather than one thing, like an Instagram post, it's uh, thoughts on two or three or, or four topics. I posted the first one. It's the episode right before this. So if you have thoughts, feedback, comments, nice comments, let me know. <laughs> Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought. You do you. <laughs>